0: Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Beautiful places with Neil Humphreys on weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. A beautiful place that we'd like to go today is, Neil? It is Cashin House. Oh. Very topical and relevant this week because, as we just talked about earlier, N Parks have announced that it's going to have an extensive renovation, something that I have written about extensively and campaigned for. It's the only uh, sea-viewing sort of uh, bungalow left on the entire mainland in mm. Singapore. It's a beautiful black and white built on stilts. It's in the middle of the mangroves, uh, overlooks the Johor Straits. Mm. Wonderful history, built by the Cashin family in, I think, 1920. Um, they they built the original pier at Lim Chu Kang, the Cashin family. Then mm-hmm. they built the house a little further along. And as I understand it, the Sultan of Johor used to pop across on a boat and have a cup of tea, you know, tea and scones oh. with the Cashin family, and then go back again on his boat to his sultanate back in Johor. It's got a hell of a history. That spot, that particular pier, was one of the first places where the Japanese invaded in mm-hmm. 1942 on mm-hmm. the 8th of February, catching the, uh, the 22nd Brigade, the Australian soldiers, completely off guard. Yeah. 360 Australian soldiers were killed in that area, unfortunately. Oh my gosh. Yeah, wow. huge casualties on both sides. Then it became part of the Japanese occupation. The Japanese then built a war shrine at the exact site hmm. which the Kashin family. Then tried to then removed once they returned, and it actually stayed. This is the fascinating part. It's in the middle of the mangrove swamps, right? Yeah. And it stayed a holiday home for the Cashin family right up oh. until Howard. I think it was Howard Cashin's death. Uh, yeah, Howard Cashin's death in two thousand and nine. Wow. Two thousand and nine. They were still using it in the mid two thousands as a holiday home. What's it used for now? Anything? Well, it became quite dilapidated. <laughs> yeah. Um, Now, N-Parks have taken control of it, I think, with URA and various other government agencies. Mm -hmm. And they're going to turn it into an interactive um, center where you can go in, explore it, great views, going to learn about ecology, history, and so on. Fantastic. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. My own personal story is I was arrested there. Okay, well, 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 don't hold back. It's in my book, so it's, it's, it's out there in the public domain. <laughs> well, No, I was I was detained. What hmm. happened was, and I'll, and I'll plead the, what is it in America? Plead fifth. the Fifth? Yes. Mm, fifth uh, Amendment. I'll yep. plead ignorance on right this. Right to self-incrimination. I was actually making a bona fide documentary about property, housing hmm. in Singapore, and I had it all worked out. I was going to do the skyscrapers and the modern stuff and the $10 million apartments, but I was going to finish my episode in this sort of very poignant epilogue at Cash-In House. Mm. This is the kind of property we need to preserve. Wonderful ending to the documentary. I go there with the crew. I kind of ignored the fact that it was surrounded by green fences. <laughs> I thought that was just to keep out crocodiles, right? There was a hole in the fence. You knew exactly what you there were doing. There was a hole in the fence. Yeah, come on. So we started filming, and I'm doing this piece to camera, and uh, two policemen arrive because mm. there are cameras everywhere. Mm. What are you doing? Hmm. Um, just making a documentary. Do you have permission? Yes. <laughs> How? Um, uh, we got a permit. Didn't we get a permit? Someone, guy. someone got yeah, a permit. That guy. That, that one. Uh, that one. Uh, that one. Uh, you know the classic. <laughs> that one. Uh? And so we're all going around the crew, going, "Yeah, that one. Uh, that one. Uh, what was your name? Tan, Tay, Chan. Tan. Chan, Chan, Tay. Mr. Chan. Someone got a permit. We need to check with the office. So the policemen are waiting to see if we got this permit, we know we don't have a permit because we'd been filming in the mangroves and we did the whole gorilla, you know, filming. Well, while we're here kind of thing, it was a stupid thing to do. I don't condone it. I don't recommend it. So the thing is, though, Glenn, you worked in TV for many years. I did this sort of piece to camera. It was hot. It was sweaty. I had it in the can. It was done. We had to end to our program. And then the policemen said they were great. They said, the good news is we're not going to press charges mm. because they could. Mm. Technically, it was trespassing on state land. We're not going to press charges. You're trespassing on private property. Whew. However, you have to delete all your footage oh. here because you didn't have a permit. And I said... Sure. And uh, the working class cheeky chappy, as soon as I get back to the office, <laughs> rest assured, officer, it will be deleted. And they were great, the guys, because th- I-, I think one of them knew who I was and, and they were half laughing. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to delete the footage now. Mm. Oh, I-, I don't think we have the software. Do we have the software? <laughs> the software. <laughs> Guys, cameraman, do we have the software? To he's like, you just press delete. No, 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 shh, be quiet, you. And so sure enough, the police officers, they stood over this cameraman while he's literally deleting the footage in front of them. And I'm almost crying mm. because it's mm. the end of the documentary. Yeah. We subsequently went to uh, the kampong at Bangkok mm. and, and did the kind of the same ending there. So yes, I have been to Cashin House once. And I was detained by the police. Now, Cashin, Cashin House, uh, the Cashin family—they were rubber traders, right? Rubber plantation. Well, yes, but if owners? you go back far enough, the original Cashin descendant was actually trading in opium. Um, oh, is um, that was right? uh, not uncommon of that time. Made yeah. a lot of his money, if yes, from I think rubber plantations. He was a and opium, yeah, uh, dealing in opium. Because I know Cashin Street, which is right down, Named right across them. from uh, from Raffles Hotel. Yeah. Just off of Northbridge Road. They had two famous um, um, bungalows, black and whites. One is the one at um, Cashin House at Lim Kung, And the other one is in Pongal, mm. which I believe is the last colonial bungalow still standing. And kind of credit to the authorities, it wasn't knocked down. I've seen it. It was incorporated into a condo. You know they do that now yes. where they've yes. done a lot of that in the East Coast. Uh, and it, I think it became the clubhouse of a condo in Pongo. So it's yeah. there. That's good. But it's part of a condo. Yeah. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.